Welcome to Three Peas in a Podcast. We are group number two, and this is Kendall Paulson. This is Kendall Jirasi, and this is Haley Lowe. Today, we will be talking about employers' response to marijuana laws. The legalization of marijuana largely impacts employers. According to the National Safety Council, there are some questions employers now need to ask. To what extent does marijuana use impact safety on the job? Can an employee file a discrimination lawsuit if medical marijuana use doesn't align with our organization's drug policy? How is legalized marijuana affecting the bottom line? And what does a defensible drug policy look like today? Some effects of THC in marijuana are the following. Reduced depth perception, reduced reaction time, reduced coordination and motor skills, and reduced sensory distortion. These effects are very dangerous for employees that operate machinery, drive a forklift, and distribute products by vehicle, which can be life-threatening. Now we'll be talking about some drug policies. According to the National Safety Council, a good drug policy will be clearly defined and supported by workplace procedures. Drug policy and procedure must be reviewed by a lawyer to make sure they are in line with state laws. A good drug policy should include appropriate management training because if they have the right training, they are more likely to enforce the rules because they have the training to handle the situation. Another one is access to outside resources that can help workers with drug addiction problems. Some options could include some local resources or a formal assistance program. Another one is clear possession parameter for employees to make sure that everyone is on the same page. Enforced rules for post-accident testing and rules on how you handle an employee's conviction or arrest. Studies demonstrate that drug testing is effective in decreasing drug use in the workplace and workers are three times less likely to test positive when they're expecting to get tested. Drug testing in the workplace. According to UpCounsel, Drug testing in the workplace involves testing prospective employees or current employees for drug use. Random drug testing has also played a part in workplaces. Drug testing can sometimes help employers benefit from better insurance rates on policies such as workers' compensation. For workplace testing, the most common method of testing involves a urinalysis completed at a doctor's office or medical facility chosen by the employer. While drug testing laboratories typically have reliable results, the drug tests used by many companies can be unreliable. The most commonly used screens can provide false positive results between 10 and 30% of the time. Common compound confusion that can lead to false positives include Advil for marijuana, or NyQuil for amphetamines. A drug test would fall under personal health information and employees are often required to sign a release form allowing results to be shared with the employer. There is no federal law that prohibits the practice of drug testing of the workers, and in most cases, it is legal to do so. To make sure they are in compliance, it is important for employers to check all state laws that may apply to the organization before drafting and implementing their drug testing program. How do employers deal with legal marijuana use at work? Marijuana poses a dilemma for employers 
who may be unsure of whether and how to accommodate marijuana users in the workplace. According to The Balanced Careers, there are five tips to help employers deal with this subject matter. Number one, responding to employee inquiries about medical marijuana use. When employees ask whether they are allowed to use doctor-prescribed marijuana at work, some employers may be tempted to respond with a put-down, such as, stoners don't ever come into work. That's the wrong answer. Instead, ask the employee to describe any accommodations he or she may require. It is important to respect the employee's right to privacy in discussions that touch on sensitive medical issues. Number two, accommodating employee use of medical marijuana. Some employees may rely on medications, including medical marijuana, to enable them to tolerate pain and function at the highest levels at work. In these cases, it is reasonable for employers to insist on discrete usage. Number three, setting workplace policies for recreational marijuana use. It may be helpful to model the company's recreational marijuana policy after the existing policies on alcohol use. For example, an employer may declare that it is allowed on the employee's own time, but coming into work under the influence is prohibited. In general, it's a good idea to prohibit employees from smoking marijuana at the office or to come to the workplace under the influence of any psychoactive substance. Employers should spell the consequences of using marijuana during working hours in states where recreational use is prohibited. Banning marijuana use completely. Some employers mistakenly believe the simplest policy is to prohibit marijuana use completely, even in states where it is legal. Instead, employers should focus on regulating on-the-clock behavior. This approach respects employee privacy and is more enforceable. Number five, setting a marijuana policy for lunch and breaks. Most employers want to respect employee privacy on breaks and at lunchtime. That said, employers do have a vested interest in ensuring that employees return from breaks on time and ready to resume productive activities. And remember, if you have any questions, go to your employer and ask about what your company's policies are. And that concludes today's podcast on marijuana in the workplace. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to tune into our other podcasts about professional text communication.